This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Oh. Uh, and, and we're just yeah. two guys. We have another choice now to creep our way through the Criterion collection, one spine number at a time, in order to release yeah. this week. We're still watching early 1980s German avant garde television. Because yeah. why wouldn't we? As we continue to watch Spine 411 in the Criterion Collection, Rainier Werner Fassbinder's Berlin Alexander Platz from 1980. But first, RJ, we're doing it, baby. We're doing it. Uh, I don't know. We're we're living the Franz Bibikov life right now. I mean, I wouldn't want to be included in that. I don't know if I am living the Bibikov life, but I'm living my life. Mm-mm-mm. As Bon Jovi said, it's my life. I ain't gonna live forever. It's now or never. Do you know what I mean? How much do you listen to Bon Jovi weekly? Not even a little bit. Why not? Not not a fan. Of uh John Bon Jovi? Yeah. Not ever at all. T- have I ever told you about my cover band idea? We'd be called Ron Bob Jovi. Uh huh. And we'd only do one Bon Jovi song. It's my life. Or living on a prayer. But it would just be the one song over and over and over again. I feel so like we got. Is there, is there a bunch of songs there? It's my life. There's like it's a no. There's, 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 it's, uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, no uh, doubt's got one. There's a talk, talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are these, are these all, are they all the same song, really? Uh, I mean, kind of, yes. I would say yes. It's my life. Yes. Yeah, we're back again. This could be the shortest episode ever. It could and, be. Uh, and uh, that's all I have to say this week, so thanks. Outstanding. Yeah, thanks to um, all the fans. Let's take a look. See, maybe we got something here in the mailbag. Uh, RJ, it's getting a little wintry outside. So, it's yeah. getting there. It's getting there, but thank, thank you to... Uh, the big guy up top, uh, Mr. Snow. Uh, we haven't gotten too, too hit, too heavy, not yet. No. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Y- yet, yeah. Not real winter, but hey, eight days till December. Have you gotten your uh, Christmas ducks in a row, RJ? Are you all set? I'm doing it right now. You're doing, doing it right, right now? now. Yeah? yeah, you're doing your online shopping. Well, I got Andrea taken care of, and that's the that's the big one. But uh, I have about eight thousand nieces and nephews, and I really don't fucking know what to do about that. Play-Doh. Well, like I mean, the youngest is all like the Play-Doh two. they can eat. The oldest is like fourteen. Okay. Well. Okay. How about so? What we usually do is one like one gift for each family set of kids. I have three siblings that each have two to three kids or two to four kids each. So it's like we usually get a board game or like a candy basket. Let's see, 
Last year I did Candy Basket. But I don't know. A whole, a whole bunch of junk food, huh? Yeah. Okay. I mean, kids like candy. I mean, these kids get like kids 8 also... billion toys. That's true, probably. I mean, I don't know. Don't you want to be cool, Uncle? Yeah, cool yeah. Uncle gives away candy. Well, I mean, creepy Uncle does too. What would cool Uncle give away in your mind? Man, I mean, I don't know, cause like, what, what, what are these kids into? Yeah, you, sh- you should be, li- you should be living in these kids' heads and know exactly what they want. What, what are the youths into? Get them, get them, uh, get them TikTok. Get them for a TikTok. W- for a while, it was poop emoji. Poop emoji. There you go. Yeah, that was pretty popular for a while. They, they thought it was very funny. Yeah, one of one of those kids did, and they liked uh, lots of poop branded stuff. It wasn't even just you like, know what though. Yeah. They might not. They, you know what though? Poop's uh, timeless. Poop is timeless. Yeah. Should I get them all fake poop to place around the house? Yes. Oh, <laughs> for each one. Each kid. Yeah. For, for all from two to fourteen. <laughs> from two to fourteen, fake poop for you here, kiddo. Fake poop. Say when the two-year-old it said you. Can oh man! It comes in. A, it comes in a little burlap sack. Oh, incredible! I like that. I like that. How how often have you been? Eleven uh, eleven eleven eighty six for one set of realistic poop. Oh, that's not bad. That's not I, bad at all. I, you know what? I'm twelve bucks. That's not bad. I, you be the coolest uncle. You think so? I think yeah, absolutely. Wow. We we have a poll. Um, Okay, I mean, what not, are you gonna put? What are you gonna put on you're, the poll? You're not, you're, I, you're not, I mean, well, we'll get around to that. I mean, because you're not winning polls anymore. Okay. Uh, no. Okay, wait. Actually, I have I have a few things to add to a new poll. Uh, new new poll. Who? Um, the, no, not is poo. this a poll or is this a poo? It's a pool. Poo. Yeah. Poll. Yeah. Uh, I I have a few a few things to add in there. Okay, one thing. Few, do you have a few things to get off your chest? Yes. Okay. Well, one of them, which I'm going to save for my second story. A lot of people were giving me shit on the on the Discord. Did anyone actually give you shit at all? No, but there were some AI generated images um, directed towards me. Do you know about we're, AI? I, I didn't. What are you even talking about? What I'm seeing. Oh, I'm seeing this poop stuff here. That looks pretty good. That looks uh, pretty pretty uh, uh, pretty appealing. I think pretty appealing uh, on the smoke hole. Go back a couple. Go oh, back a couple pictures. on the smoke hole. On the smoke hole, my favorite Reddit, or my favorite. Reddit. Um, what am I looking? Oh, I, I see, mm-hmm. I see. Uh, I, I have uh... a story that goes along with this very picture. Uh oh. Yeah, and that's that's what. Like a day after so- I had an experience, this picture was put on the Discord, and I went, uh huh. But anyways, here's a poll thing for you, okay? <laughs> Because yeah. I talked to my girl, Andy, and uh, sometimes, like, okay, you, you were never a smoker, right? Except for your fedora days? Yeah. What do you think is the more appropriate thing for a smoker to do? Okay, now listen to this. You live mm-hmm. in a neighborhood. A lot of old people, they're sometimes hanging around their houses. Yeah. Are you smoking your cigarette in the driveway <clears throat> to, you know, because you're outside, whatever? Or, Backward. okay, no. Or backyard, backyard driveway, like in the front. So either backyard or driveway or what's more considerate, the backyard or just going out the front and walking down to the end of the street and then walking back, smoking your cigarette. 
Nah, I just hang it in my backyard. But here's the thing. What if your neighbors always had their windows or like uh, kit back kitchen doors open or something? I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. Hmm. In my mind, the more considerate yeah. thing to do it's is your house. I mean, just it's your... walk down the street. But not, but not, but, but now you're at uh, risk of stopping chats and like weirdnesses and people like, oh, you're smoking and you have to deal with that. And I mean, sometimes you don't want to go for a little stroll. Like when, when it gets a little chilly here, RJ, sometimes you don't like, want to. You're going to be, you're just going to be like, what, you know, start the car, hide out in the vehicle, roll well, the so window down a little bit. Sometimes you don't want to, but when it's colder, you don't have to, because I, I can rest easy knowing that none of them dudes have their windows open. But what, but what my wife told me was that I, I look creepy because I'm pacing around on the other side of the street smoking cigarettes. And I yeah. said, no, they know me. I said, it's fine. It's no big deal. I said, they, they should see that as considerate that no, I'm no. leaving the street. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with your wife. You think it's creepy? I, okay. this sounds okay, so, so vague and very I, suspicious talking I, about it out loud. I, I mean, I know it is. And I, but I just feel like all anyone who is a smoker would get it. They'd be like, no, I get it. That's not weird at all. And then non-smokers, those non-hip dudes would be like, mm, maybe it's creepy. My, my poll idea was better place for a cigarette in consideration for your neighbors backyard or pacing across the backyard okay. it's your backyard okay. yeah yeah i know but the smoke like travels you know it doesn't if it was just staying and then, and then but then dissipates yeah you're yeah. outside okay. Yeah. okay okay do you want to hear the other thing that happened to me this week about uh hooliganism in my neighborhood hooliganism go mm-hmm. ahead so I there's this See, picture. Why, why? So this is the thing. You're more likely to have <laughs> the police call on you for having a cigarette out on the side, on, out on the street, over hooligans. Oh no no, oh no no, no cigarettes involved in this hooliganism, except for the hooliganism itself. Okay. So this picture of all these youths loitering and climbing fences and things like that. So it's last uh, last Friday night. Andrew goes to bed. It's like 9 o'clock. 9.30 hits. I'm hanging out in the basement. Ding, ding, ding on the, the doorbell. And I go, all right. I know what's what all, this is. What's all this then? Well, this has happened to us once before. Some some ding-dongers. You know what I mean? And uh, usually, I'll, I'll go up and I'll check out the window. Usually the kids, it's like junior high kids or whatever. They flee. And then you're just like, all right, whatever. Like, Don't engage in this just... They'll they'll pass, but this weekend, and I want to know what you would do in this situation, because I did I I did something that I thought was right, but I, I'd like to know what you would do. This is what I saw. I came upstairs and I look out my window, and as you know, I live across the street from a park, and uh, I saw about six high school aged boys just standing at the edge of the park, and after my doorbell was rang, I was watching and I saw them go and ring my neighbor's doorbell. And then they were just kind of like on the edge of the park. And it looked as if they were just kind of running and hitting the houses. So uh-huh. how would you deal with this? Would you leave it or would you engage? Hmm. I guess it depends on what my mood is. I'll tell you what I did, but... Here, here's the th- it's like I said. Usually, if there's no one around, it's like well, it's probably like 
young teen boys and they're probably this is gone. this is the evening though too this is 9 30 yeah this is 9 30 and the thing <laughs> yeah whispering <laughs> the doorbells <laughs> mm-hmm. well and the thing too that i saw was they ran over to my neighbors rang the doorbell and ran back and then i saw my senior citizen neighbor who was about 75 years old come outside for a second and i went oh dear he immediately went back inside i think he just came out to the driveway for a second but I felt the the need to act. Okay. And I acted, Jared. You acted. I acted. So I, I kind of quietly exited the front door. And uh, I, I just sat there for a second. I could hear them laughing. They were making monkey noises. And I was like, mm-hmm. So I just quietly started to emerge out, out the front. And uh, they saw me. And they're like, what's this guy going to do? I heard them say that. They're like, what's this guy going to do? And I didn't say anything. I just, I approached them. And I just kind of kept walking. And uh, they fled because they're cowards. Uh, but. They even had you outnumbered. Yeah, six, six to one. They ran away. I didn't say anything. I just walked up to them quietly and like slowly. And they just ran away. But I had a feeling deep in my gut, Jarrett. Yeah. This wasn't over. Oh, probably not. So what I did was I walked back to the house, I closed the gate, and I think you've seen, right in front of the gate of my house, there's kind of a big bush. And I waited behind the bush for about 10, maybe 15 minutes. I waited <laughs> were you, behind the bush. Were you smoking? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> but that was, uh-huh. uh, that was uh, like, they didn't realize, to me, I said, I can do this all night. I said, you, you have no idea. Just give me an excuse. You just gave me an excuse. So I was just sitting there waiting. And about 10, 15 minutes later, I hear the boys talking again. And I Uh I can see they're kind of emerging from the darkness of the park. (laughs) And uh, I heard one of them say, is there a guy in that bush? And then his friend went, no, there's nobody in that bush. And I went, perfect. I said, Mm -hmm. right where I wanted you. And so they start walking by the house again. And as soon as they get close to my house, I kind of like the reverse Homer gift. I emerged out of the bush. Uh And uh, these boys screamed "Ah!" and they ran away again. And I was like, that's right. I said, I'm here and I'm going to continue to be here. I am not leaving. Uh, So they ran away to the edge of the park and then they were kind of standing there. And I was like, "Okay." And uh, they came back one more time and uh, I was there still. And uh, I they were like, should we run? Oh no! Went up to the, the, the sorry. Oh. See that they they ran up. Or... Oh, they were like, "Should we run up on him?" And they ran to like the other side of the street. And so I just slowly walked towards them again, and they ran into the uh, the park again. And I just stood there for a second, mm-hmm. and then I went inside and I I looked out the window because I was actually kind of cold at that point. I was just outside <laughs> for like twenty five minutes. Um, I I looked in the window for like another fifteen, and they they never came back. But uh, they uh. The that was hooliganism. On, well, that was Friday. This is Friday. This I mean, is Friday. it's Friday again this week. I know. I took advantage of some Black Friday deals. Oh. I got a, one of them camera doorbells. Ah. Easy install. And I know that's not going to stop them from doing the, it, but... The, the homeowner paranoia begin. Mm-hmm. My neighbor has one of them, and uh, she posted in the uh, Facebook community a picture yeah. of this boy. Uh, one of the six boys ringing their doorbell because these uh, boys weren't smart enough uh, to realize what one of the camera doorbell looks like. Well, uh, you know. 
And if you see the picture, it's this kid and he's like smiling and like laughing as he's pressing the doorbell. And there's like blurred motion because he's like moving. So, yeah, when I saw in the smoke hole, they're like, this is what RJ fears. And it's like you climbing over fences with my bear bells. And it's just like, I do fear that. I do fear yeah. that because it's real in my neighborhood. And they're here, Jared. They're here. They're here. They're here. But what I want them to know is that <laughs> yeah. I am here, too. I am a 30-something-year-old man with no kids. And nothing, nothing to lose. And nothing to lose. I said, you come on. I'll sit in that bush all goddamn night long. I'll put a blanket on. I'll get a cooler. I'll get a lawn chair. They can't. They can't. They can't do nothing to me. Let them try. So I don't know, Jared. What do you What do you think? Did I do the right thing? Should I have let it, let it be? I know sometimes the wrong thing to do is engage. But uh, I just, I didn't like that they were, like, they were hanging around in the neighborhood. And I could see them actively still ringing doorbells. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's some real loser stuff right there. Yeah, and these are these weren't junior high kids. These were high school boys. Like, like, cause I I could tell because one of them was taller than me. It's like this dude's got to be seventeen, eighteen, mate, yep. like for sure. So, I don't know. I thought I was in the right. I in mean, that <laughs> I usually feel like I'm in the right, yeah, but this is some real uh, frontier mentality. Hey, I didn't like take a gun out or anything like that. I just. <laughs> Uh, so Andrew, Andrew was just like, yeah, whatever. She's like, yeah. they're kids, leave them be. And I was just like, well, I was like, that's easy to say, but if they're ringing this fucking doorbell all night, I'm, I'm the one who's going to have to deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. So on Black Friday, yeah. I, I saw uh, I was going to get a a flashlight. Um, it was like fake 10, Black Friday, too. Fake Black Friday? Yeah, because real Black Friday's this In week. two days. But, but well, they, like apparently... Black Friday up, week. Yeah, now it starts on... Friday, the week before Black Friday, because capitalism. It's a whole week long. But uh, I was looking, and I, w- I was going to get a 10,000 lumen flashlight, which is like, this is like light up the sun kind of flashlight. So if, if these boys are hiding in the park, I can hit them with this huge flashlight, and I can... Oh, you can hit them all right. I can... Use it as a trungeon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Andrew's like, well, the flashlight's a little much. And it's like, I was like, no, no. The flashlight is the key. The flashlight's the key to all of this. Because if I can out them from the darkness, then I am winning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, that's what I got up to this weekend. Cool. What about soup? How many soups did you have this week? Uh, One. Okay. I had one soup this week. Andrea had two soups this week. Okay. You, you, you've begun the pushback, huh? I, I think one is probably fine. I still think more than one soup a week is too much. I think let's, more let, than one is let, too let's, much. Let's read the results of the poll uh, from last week. Uh, How much soup tainted. is too much a week? It's really not. Um, so no, no one said in response to how much soup is too much a week. Mm-hmm. The once a week, nobody, nobody's like thinking that. Everyone likes soup. Nobody bit on that. Eh? For no one, no one bit. Uh, option B was twice a week. We have one person. Only one. Probably a one, pretty smart guy. Only one is. one single person thinks that having soup twice a week is too much. Probably a pretty smart guy. Yeah, and then uh, at thrice a week, we had uh, two people. Uh, for the D option, we had, for, which is several times a week. I, I believe mm-hmm. it wound up with five people 
all saying, mm-hmm. yeah, that might be too much soup. And then only we had two people saying more soup than there are days a week. So those are the real soup heads. You know who you are. So they're eating soup every lunch. Soup There's, sandwich. Maybe. It really is like maybe like once you start having like more than seven soups a week, maybe it's too much. But maybe. anything anything up to that point is a okay. So that's what we got. Now I'm not sure if people are really imagining living in the circumstance where you're eating like soup that soup much in every one week, single day. every week, all year round. Because <laughs> I don't think anyone does that. But I don't think anyone's like saying no to soup. Just you, just you, RJ. I'm not saying no to soup. I'm saying no to more than two bowls a week. That is too much. That is okay. too much soup. All right. That's, there we go. The final statement is soup's great. But what's this thing that you posted? Are you eating too many potatoes? Here's how to tell. What's this about? Are you against potatoes now too? No, that was a recommended ad for me. Yeah, did you did it hit with you? Were you like, yeah, no? I I wonder, I wonder if I'm, my potato intake's too high. I put I, I I said I don't like this ad is what I replied to it because I don't like being told how much potatoes to eat I in see. a week. No, because like, what are we talking here? Are we talking about mashed potatoes, baked potatoes, potato chips, hey. fries, there's a, hash there's, browns? Yeah, there's so many forms. Potato solves everything. Potatoes are wonderful, and that's and that's soup. what I'm saying. You get a potato soup, RJ. I'm not, but I know I know that you could. Um, <clears throat> stew my... with potato chunks in it. Yeah, stew's not bad. Stew's not bad. Uh, no, I, that that was an ad, and I I did click it, and I said I don't like this ad because uh, I thought it was a little bit um a little bit targeted against me, and I was like I don't like this. I don't like I don't like the way the way they're phrasing this against me. It's very uh, accusational. You know what I mean? You know about acquisitions? He doesn't know about acquisitions. I don't. So, anyways, did you <clears throat> get into any hooliganism and or soupism on the weekend? Did I get into any soupism or hooliganism? Uh no. Uh, this it felt like this weekend was over in the blink of an eye. Yeah, that does because happen. you know why? So I had why? to uh, spend some time with uh, one Franz Bibikoff. Mm. And you... the other the other thing too was um, I don't know. I guess like after. Uh, a week of getting over COVID stuff. I uh, apparently had not been sleeping enough the previous few days uh, going mm. into work in the morning again. And man, I slept like almost 11 hours on Saturday. Really? Out. I I was out. I did not. Really? I didn't like wake up to go to the bathroom or anything like that. It was just like sleep and wake up. And it's like, holy fuck, it's noon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like holy shit i don't do that ever sometimes there's like you toss and turn a bit and you wake up and you're like eh, i'm not ready to wake up and then you maybe force yourself if you really want to get a sleep in but no yeah so saturday was like a write-off of, of just like exhaustion i guess and sunday wasn't that much better i think it was also like a eight or nine hour sleep which again it's like oh mm. there, there, there sounds... goes there there goes free time there was like time to do things on the weekend just out the, the window but remember how you sometimes I, guess I, needed, like, I needed some sleep apparently yeah remember how you sometimes like to poke fun of my sleep regimen but you're you sleep like this like you're what you're 10 hours every day it's not 10 anymore it's it, i got yeah. it down to about eight okay. eight every day there, there you go there oh. you go which is pretty good yeah. and uh, the reason it's eight is uh sometimes um the cats are up and they they wake me up and i go hey 
So it's yeah. uh it's not a solid ten. But uh yeah, about eight hours. Yeah. Actually lately I've been doing seven on work days and it's not enough. It is not enough sleep, Jared. Yeah. It is not enough. I'm waking up tired and I go, I'm tired. It's tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Okay, so you, you slept all the the weekend away. I slept huh? I slept the weekend away. Um it was also an anniversary weekend too. So it was like horror time just vanished. What'd you do? Anything special? Uh dinner. Made dinner. Made Tasty. or takeout? Made. Made. What'd you get? Uh, well, I guess it or was a mix. Make? It was a mix of two things. It was uh some uh some uh, Luigi's. Luigi's uh on the day before and then uh huh. good old uh G- General Sao uh chicken. Chicken noodles, which is really good. General Sao. What'd you yeah. get from Luigi's? Boston Pizza. Brute? Pizza. Oh, not a Boston Brute? No. Pizza. Okay. No. Okay. That was good. Those parts were good. The waking parts were good. Well, that's not... Well, no, kind of. But we'll talk about that when we discuss Berlin Alexander Blast. Oh, I see. I see. Sleepy, sleepy before, times. before we get to the review, I just got to ask, what is the current speed that you are watching? Oh, regular. At regular. We're watching this. We're, we're watching this on the on the on the television, uh, interesting in real time. Is she? Is Kim still watching with you? She is. Get out of here! <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really? Interesting. Oh, she regrets it. I mean, I don't, I, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> here sure. we are. Here we are. Just, I, I know she listens. It's not yes. too late, Kim. You don't have to be what we are <laughs> to get out of it. You don't yeah, have to back be this. out. I told I told her. I'm like she she could just uh go. No thanks. You just drop drop trow at any time and you're gone. You know what I mean? That's what drop trow means, right? <laughs> drop trow. Uh you ever heard that one? I I have. That's how it's used, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that and uh I think we have a few a few different reasons you might have to drop a trow. RJ. Well, you ask uh, Rob Eagle about it sometime. Oh, does he have insight? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, um, I'm sure it'll come up on the beach. Oh, okay, point. interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not gonna ask, but interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So pff, that's about that. Hey, RJ, what you been creeping on this week? Holy fuck. Nothing? Anything? <clears throat> I watch. I watch. Uh, yeah, I've been just watching. Uh, <laughs> uh, YouTube's le- YouTube guys, uh, leftist guys on YouTube. Uh, t- talking about the world, it's been pretty good that way. But uh, I don't know, not nothing for movies. Time just went by too quick, and yeah. then by, by the time I was like, oh, I could watch something, didn't happen. It didn't it was happen. Like late at night, I watched a couple of things, and then I watched thirty minutes of something that I think is actually worthwhile, but I, I didn't finish it all. Oh, but I can tell you what it is in case okay. you want to watch it for next week. All right. Um, I watched all those Wes Andersons. Yep. And uh, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I I think I liked the Swan, and I think I liked the Rat Catcher. But oh, I yeah. thought those were my two. You, you're into Ralph Fiennes's. Uh, I was. Boys. <laughs> I was very much into his rat behavior, man. Yeah. Uh, I thought that guy was very cool. Um, yeah. Poison was okay. Yeah. And uh, Henry Sugar, I thought was okay. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't Benedict Cumberbatch in those that like I just thought they were okay. Like. All, all four of these all together, they are wonderful, stylistic Wes Anderson stories. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think this kind of story fits his his brand very, very well. 
Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I really loved that. I think like Ralph Fiennes has like really come into mm-hmm. this, uh, being the Wes Anderson guy in a way mm-hmm. that I'm like, I, I think I like Ralph Fiennes and Wes Anderson more than old Bill Murray, uh, these days, right? I agree. Cause he's like, yeah, no, he's uh, his role doll is so cool. <laughs> like, and his rat perfect. catcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, very cool. I, I really love the, uh, like the weird details. Cause like what I liked about wonderful story of Henry sugar was like, you got more time in that little studio space of his, like his little, yeah, that was, that his, was his, 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 his tiny little cottage. Uh, the cool, the best thing is like him sitting in that chair and he's got that uh, like poster roll that he uses, mm-hmm. uh, where he writes on top of it. Cause it's yeah. like the right height. Love mm-hmm. that stuff. And you're like, I wonder how much attention to detail is in this, like studying. Did he study photos of dolls like studio? When putting this together and then like strip out all the like the weirdness of like how actual space is and be like this is the wes anderson verse version of it yes yeah and yeah yeah this one is yeah very good yeah yeah Yeah, henry sugar was like it's a good little story and poison was a good little story but uh yeah i think more than anything it's like netflix should or whatever they should just pay wes anderson it's like hey man we'll give you like almost what we would pay you for a movie and just do Roald Dahl and, like, maybe some of those other, like, old author guys who wrote, like, uh, stories like this. It's like, just do a bunch of this stuff. Like, I mean, it's way more whimsical and, like, uh, kind of fits with his, uh, like, the stuff that he tries to do. But Swan was very, very good. And, uh, yeah, I did uh, I did very much like the Rat Catcher. I thought Rat Catcher was fun. I just liked, I liked uh, Ralph Fiennes lying around. And he's like, he's like, to know the rat, you have to be the rat. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, I like his rap mentality. It's a uh, very cool. So, I like yeah. I, I like that. Um, what else? Uh, so I, I I finally finished. I think I mentioned this when we get into fall, Christmas. I uh, I stop audiobooking. Audiobooks real real summer thing for me. But right. I finished that Metro twenty thirty three book, um, which is like apocalypse apocalypse book set in Russia. It's all about mushroom tea. Okay. Uh, and so I'm playing the Metro 2033 game because oh there's my a, God. a trilogy of games based on a book, Jarrett. A book. What? This is a real multimedia experience that this you're is, having. Yes, it is. So I finished the book, and so what it is is like there was a nuclear fallout, nuclear, uh, <laughs> nuclear fallout. Yep. And it's in Russia and everyone lives in metro stations like because uh, they're underground and they're protected from like the nuclear yep. fallout, like whatever. Um, and if people got to go up, it's like gas masks uh, and up on the surface are mutants that um, will kill of course you. There is. Yeah, of course there is. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And uh, down in the metro lines, um, they don't have like actual resources and stuff like that. So like all their food is like mushrooms. Uh, so it's like mushroom tea and like mushroom medleys and stuff like that. And I was like, that's gross, but whatever. Um, that's that, that's some real horror. That for it's me, like, uh, yes. I think I saw, because even in uh, our foods and snacks on Discord. Um, on what? We, on Discord, the fastest growing social media platform in the world today. Chris, oh, wow. Chris Cheney posted a jumbalaya he was making. And I was like, Are those shrimps or mushrooms. Oh, got to like, be shrimp was, jambalaya. Well, why, why no? But if there was mushrooms in there, RJ would be like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms are gross, man. People need I to understand am. that. Uh, That's a jambalaya, so it was shrimp. But at yeah. first I was like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is going to upset someone I know. We're going to have to have another poll. No, I mean, okay, so here's the thing about mushrooms. I'm, I will eat mushrooms under very, very specific circumstances. 
Okay. Uh, I don't mind mushroom soups uh, as a sauce. Like, I think I've mentioned my spaghetti sauce before. I don't mind that. Um, and I don't mind I don't mind mushrooms on pizza sometimes, but uh, just normal regular ass mushrooms. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into that. Um, but anyways, mutants and chuds, and you're like a Russian guy, and you have like this sight, and you're like, ah, and you like see stuff. It's cool. Uh, but anyways, I'm um. I'm playing the game, and it's like a first-person shooter. It's pretty good. I'll probably be done by uh, uh, next week. I did. I, I thought I'd be done by today, but I hit a, a thing last night that I, I played this one segment for like an hour and a half over and over and over again. I just couldn't fucking beat it. It was uh, maybe, uh, maybe really um, get angry on the inside. You know what I mean? You know what they say about guys who are bad at video you, games, you, right? You were uh, really flexing that controller. I just <laughs> you felt well, it. Crunching. It's fucking driving me nuts. Like, so I play games on normal, not on like not on hard or anything like that. Uh, and usually I don't have to play easy unless the game's really hard. But uh, I usually played on normal, and I played one level for legitimately an hour. I was like, this, I think like, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, Jared. It's ridiculous. Anyways, uh, I watched half an hour of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, <laughs> the re- the new one. Yeah, it's really stupid, but uh, I kind of like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, Kim. Kim hates it. She 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 started watching. Oh, she, she watched like, it. Yeah, she's yeah. like it's. She said garbage. I believe. Well, you guys are D and D heads, right? I haven't. So, uh, I haven't watched it. Um, no, I mean I like mean, the I... real D and D heads. You guys. Real. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all all I can say is I played D and D like three times, like eight years ago. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the best way I could describe it, I'm not done, but the best way I could describe it was it's stupid, but I like it. Okay. If if that makes sense to you. Yeah. yeah. Has the owl bear shown up? Yes. That was pretty quick. That was pretty quick. Okay. Uh, I, I should mention too, I watched this in the bathtub. <laughs> the, the 30 minutes. Maybe that was the real fun. That was probably the fun. I wasn't. I, I had. I kind of had the sniffles a couple days ago. I was like, oh. I was like, am I getting a cold? Uh, and so I, uh, I hopped in the tub, and we have like one of those little, little tub caddy things. So I had the iPad about an inch away from my face. I, was just, I see. And I, I was just mm-hmm. fully engro- uh, engrossed in the, uh, the Chris Pine D and D verse. Right. In the tub. In the tub. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how the movie. It, the movie's super fucking long. It's like two twenty or something like that. Oh, so damn it. I still have a long way to go. Like, I might oh. have sing a different tune next week, but, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I was, I saw the runtime and I went, holy shit. Um, but the 30 minutes I saw, nice, dumb fun. Oh, well. You know? Oh, well. What does Kim think about Warcraft, the movie? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's ever seen it. I, I mean, I haven't either. Maybe she should email in. Yeah, Warcraft movie directed by David Bowie's son. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Duncan. No, yeah. Duncan. Uh, anyways. Anyways, hey, did you see that picture I sent you? Of the fake poop. No. No. This Where is... did you send me a picture? Oh, this is on Discord, RJ, where you can oh. join us for as what's uh, Discord? At least one dollar. As yeah, at least on uh, on PayPal. And you'll, you'll get access to the Discord. At least a dollar. Where you won't, where you won't see photos like this. Oh, Jareth. 
See, that's another reason mushrooms are gross. Was that your house? <laughs> yeah, that's my place. That's a big patch of shiitake mushrooms uh, growing on the face of a toilet. Uh-huh. Uh, mushrooms are so uh, gross, dude. Like, but they're, they but have, they're they a miracle. Breathe, they have gills. Or... Yeah, so do plants. Like, plants do the same thing. There's no gills. Yeah. They're not, and they're not as meaty and delicious. Plants make their own food, though. Yeah. Mushrooms steal it. They steal it from other things. It's good. Like humans. Like humans. 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 Mushrooms. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I don't. To be honest, I I get why people like mushrooms and why they're a big thing. It's just I just kind of think they're icky. Yeah. You know what I mean. Numb city. Yeah. Numb just... city. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not oh, I watched something fan. I forgot to log. What? What did you forget stand to up. log? Oh, you did log that. No, another one. There's another stand-up. You and your stand-up. It's not It's not really me. It's uh, the wife. I don't mind the stand-up. But my wife, she, uh, she, she enjoys them quite a bit. So uh, We watched one last night. The reason I forgot to log it was because I fell asleep a little bit. What, what did you do? I fell asleep a little bit. Fell asleep a little bit. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was okay. good. It wasn't bad yeah. or anything. I just, hey, I just kind of fell asleep. We're, we're getting, it's getting, uh, it's hard to adjust to this uh, time change. I think still and the darkness, because because it's also because there's no snow on the ground. Really, it's yes. not brighter out at night because mm-hmm. there's no like re- refracting of light off of the snow. So it's just mm-hmm. dark. It's just darkness. At about five p.m., I'd say it's pitch black almost. Hey. Pretty dang close, uh, is because well today, especially when it's a cloudy day. Oh yeah, I no. go to work in the dark and I come home in the dark. Yeah, uh, four forty-two. There's still like sometimes like uh, that light, uh, cascading right into your eyes. No, that was uh, the other day because I, I have first aid training uh, this week. Can so you my, save my, my, me? My, 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 uh, I could potentially. What, what's wrong? Uh, prolapse. Prolapse. Okay, well. I'm just gonna call the EMS and uh, okay. I'll uh, I'll I'll wait with you. Um, okay. Just uh, don't move. I'll, I'll put you in the uh, <laughs> the recovery position, mm-hmm. and Could... uh, you just lay there. Don't Could... don't don't drop trow. Can you offer any emotional support? It'll be okay, little buddy. It'll be okay. It's fine. Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed. Yeah. At this junction. At this junction. Yes. Prolapse. Hey, we we sure tried to uh, stretch things out, hey? We sure did. Hey, RJ. Uh, yeah. You got any news for us? Let's have a look at the Discord here. Let's uh, oh. see what's going on there. Let's go to Movie Scoops. Um, Ridley Movie Scott's- Scoops been in the scoops a lot lately he, he's getting well he's uh he's trying to drum up some attention for his napoleon movie starring uh the joker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what has he been saying all there. kinds of things talking about bum aches talking about uh how the french don't even like themselves uh i think there's also like was it that go to hell or uh well if you don't if you care about historical accuracy you're a nerd and then go yeah. to hell. Yeah. Something like that. Something, Something like, like that. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, your buddy Timothy Chalamet. Or, or, sorry, I, I, maybe it was like get a life. <laughs> get a life. That's what it was. That's it. Yeah. Very few people, actually, zero people reacted to the picture of Jay Leno that I posted on the Discord. Well, and you never even talked about it. I know. Do you know what that's from? Nope. Home improvement. Oh. Yeah. I thought Sugarhead uh, would have jumped all over that. Well, I mean, I don't know if Sugarhead's amongst us anymore. Like alive? I don't know. I think maybe he dissolved. Into the ether? It was raining a few weeks well, ago. Well, yeah, sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what did you think about uh, Hideo Kojima and uh, Timothy Chalamet like, crossing paths? I wasn't really much a fan of it, but I also think Hideo Hideo Kojima Spirit Gamer, I think his personal life is something that like I'm kind of glad doesn't get reflected in his games too much cuz like for I don't know if you noticed this but for about 4 days straight, he just posted pictures of him with Nicholas Winding Refn and his picture it was like a Nicholas Winding Refn fan account. It was like Nick Refn like eating cupcakes and like Nick Refn like drinking tea and it was like that was like 17 posts in a row from uh, Spirit Gamer and I was like I was like god I, I don't need this man don't need it no more but uh Chalamet he's probably in Death Stranding too as um cuz that's what that game was Conan O'Brien was in Death Stranding 1 so Hey here's a scoop for you you got a scoop Black Friday deal, $16 for the Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Pope's Exorcist, starring Russell Crowe. Is that a good investment? Uh, yeah. How many copies do you want? Three? Um, four? Hey, there's some four, uh, 4K discs on sale right now. That good I ones? Was like, I have thought about. I mean, if I was still buying... Well, I mean, I, I can't say I haven't bought physical media recently because uh, I got myself some Oppenheimer upstairs. And uh, what are you going to do with that? Uh, watch it at some point, I suppose. On your laptop? Uh, no, I'm on a disc, on a TV. Oh. oh, a real TV. A real TV and everything. Holy hell. But right now, Dunkirk is like 21 bucks in 4K. Mad Max Fury Road is $18 in 4K. Yeah. Yep. Blade Runner, the final cut in 4K, 21 bucks. All this Warner Brothers stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby if you want some clutter around the house. I uh, in, I don't. You want you want yeah. Inse- an Inception in 4K for 21 bucks? Uh no, I have the Blu-ray. That's good enough. Uh, I I baked. I, oh, you get 2001: A Space Odyssey in 4K for 21 bucks. You got that? Mm, I hey, got the Blu-ray. You want to see the Joker in Dark Knight mode? 16 bucks. Uh, or... is that 8K? That's uh no only four. Nah, never mind. Jesus Christ! There's a Nolan 4K collection. It's two hundred and ten dollars. Get the fuck out of here! Of course. Get out of here! Does it have following in it? Wow. I haven't haven't looked at movies in a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. I think. Ooh, that reminds me. I believe um, the Black Friday sale for Vinegar Syndrome starts in like a day and a bit. Day and a bit on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving tomorrow, which means that uh, uh, a lot of American news sites will slow to a crawl for like mm-hmm. media crap. No one will care. No one cares. No, what, 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 where else will I get to find out about the box office flop that was the Marvels? Hey, did you hear all? I like. I mean, did you hear Stephen King's thing on that? 
Uh, I saw something about it. Something about incels. Well, no, he was like, this was because, as we've mentioned many times, entertainment media is um, bad. Yeah. uh, So this is all I saw in entertainment media for like, can like two days straight. Uh, Stephen King had like two um, tweets. And he was just like, I don't really care for Marvel movies, but he's like, I think it's kind of embarrassing that people are like celebrating that this movie flopped. And then for like days and days and days, that's all it was was Stephen King's uh, comment on that. But that was his hot take. Yeah. Well, he also didn't like Donald Trump. So he he gets those people. And now you have the Marvel people all mixed Mm -hmm. into one, all united and how they don't like Stephen King because he says mean things about things they like. Mm hmm. Yeah. And you know what? He doesn't you know care. What? Yeah, you know what? I feel, I just feel like uh, people should just continue doing what uh, I do, which is just don't don't post. Yeah, so the Stephen King tweet uh, that I heard about was, some of the rejection of the Marvels may be adolescent fanboy hate. You know, yuck, girls. And some people had some real problems with that. I'm sure they did. But I'm sure that... It is part of it. Because when you read the comments, you're like, do these people not remember Gamergate? <laughs> like, do they not remember that this is like the the bedrock of these people's like entire worldview without even knowing it? And it just keeps mm-hmm. building and building. But I don't know. I was a bit aghast when I I was curious. I'm like, so I saw that, you know, the Marvels has made like $162 million worldwide. And you go, that seems okay. And then you look up the budget of the movie, allegedly, and it's like $272 million. You go, How, why the fuck do they spend this much money? Like, mm-hmm. fuck. No, they, these people, these, like, I don't know. This is the correction. That's long overdue. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, anyone who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about these, these, this fucking MCU crap. And I don't buy yeah. people going, they should have just stopped with Thanos. They should have just stopped at Endgame or whatever. I'm like, no. It was not. They were never going to stop. They kept but... making money. What are they talking about? But now, now they've gone too far, and now they keep making mm-hmm. them. And just in time when they start extending the universe and introducing a variety of different characters, that uh, they can they can take the the enemies, I guess, of like I don't know representation, uh, mm-hmm. can like can take this as a feather in the cap, saying we're winning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, people are just sick of these fucking movies, like that Aquaman movie. Oof. Yeah, I mean uh, that I, was that was delayed like three years or something. That was made yeah. like three years ago. Yeah. I think well, they're just waiting and waiting because uh, fucking Warner Brothers, whatever they are now, is probably like, can we just not release this and get a tax write off? No, I'm sure that's the goal, but they can't. I don't think. No, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, you know. But again, maybe people should just uh. Maybe steer clear of the internet a little bit. The internet? Yeah. Holy cow, yeah. The internet's a scary place. Yeah, even right now. Bad idea. Bad idea? Mess you up? Bad idea. It's yeah. rough. Rough stuff. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, well. At least we oh, have well. each other. At least we have each other and RJ's prolapsed anus. Sorry? Say again? Is it time to talk about Berlin Alexander Platz again? Well, Heading toward the, the the shortest episode in uh, the modern era. That's a okay. We will have to like at, at some point someone will have to break down this podcast's uh, eras. You know, 
and when we were we, in the when, when we cared era to the what's going on to whatever we find ourselves in currently. Hate. Hate's a bit strong. Anger. <laughs> Anger. Uh, how how many uh fifty percent off criterions have you bought this month? All of them. Okay, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, because the shipping is too. I don't the even shipping know. Shipping makes the deal I, worthless. I don't even think that uh, Barnes and Noble ships to Canada anymore. Yeah, that's a, yeah. The shipping always made it almost worthless. So it was, uh, well, it was... what's re- what's really fucking annoying is uh, I have I I don't know seventy bucks probably in Criterion gift vouchers. Can you claim that on the channel? I don't know if you can. Oh, because that would be cool if you could but i think it's like for the store and like well if i put all those together whatever i pay in shipping will just cancel out the savings it's like yeah so it's it's worthless i mean oh i guess i could i could sell them i could sell my codes online and and reap the benefits you're gonna do what to the benefits reap reap rj (laughs) yeah that's better it's like the same letters but rearranged could you? You know, one of these days you're gonna be by a park, one, buddy. One of these days, I'll be I'll be walking around, stalking children from bushes. Allegedly, I... they were up to no good. Or yeah, I was say, on. Hey, was what's on this? My property. What's this guy doing? Yeah, you can do a lot of things from your property, and it's still I was be on illegal. My <laughs> yeah, like what? Dropping trowel. <laughs> I think I need an explanation of what that phrase means. Uh. Well, you'll get one after the break. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to get our load on and, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, get run over (laughs) by a car. Remember when that happened? Uh, Yes, I do, actually. It's wild. Wild. Schön ist in Paris auf der Rue Madeleine. Schön ist es im Mai in Rom durch die Stadt zu gehen. Oder einer Sommernacht still beim Wein in Wien. Doch ich häng, wenn ihr auch lacht, heute noch an Berlin. Ich hab noch einen Deswegen muss ich nächstens wieder hin. Die Seligkeiten, vergangene Zeiten, sind alle noch in meinem kleinen Koffer drin. And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. And tonight we continue our deep dive into the... Mm-hmm. A city, mm-hmm. a city that contains one man, mm-hmm. and that's what this film's about. This film entitled Berlin Alexander Platz, uh, mm-hmm. this TV movie from 1980, directed by Rainier Werner Fassbinder. The synopsis once more for those just you know deciding to check out the podcast here, uh, part two of Berlin Alexander Platz. Um, mm-hmm. 
In late 1920s Berlin, Franz Biberkopf is released from prison and vows to go straight. However, he soon finds himself embroiled in the city's criminal underworld. Mm-hmm. We're back, RJ. We're back. Uh, last week was um, a lot of what we like to call one out of four star uh, affairs. It seems. Oh yeah. That was, that was what the kind theme. of scale is that? Uh, well, called the the Bellagio scale. Okay. Is it yeah. accurate? I mean, it's uh, accurate for Bellagio. I don't know about the rest of us. We'll see. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. There's a couple other thematics uh, that popped up last week, too, in, in the review uh, metric. Um, oh, yeah? Lots of hyphen man. Uh, blank hyphen man. Uh, we'll see if we'll see if uh, uh, critic uh, Bellagio keeps up with that or not this week. I mean, there's definitely an opportunity to do so, especially with that first uh, of the, the episodes we're talking about this week, the fourth episode. Last week was one, two, three. This week's four, five, six. And the plan is for the next two weeks, we're going to go seven, eight, nine, ten, then eleven, twelve, thirteen. Epilogue. That sound. How great does that sound to you, RJ? I mean, I have a better something that sounds better, which is this Not. is the end of the series. <laughs> Not. Uh, it ends with a, a hit and run, and uh, that's the end of the. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the end of the series. And we can just call her a day. Well, he, yeah, that's it. I mean, how could the series continue after no. that? No, we all. I mean, we are uh, barreling toward one of the shortest episodes in the recent history of the podcast. So let's see if we can let's see if we can do it, folks. Episode four. Let's let's find out if it all turns around. A handful of people in the depths of silence. Franz goes on an alcohol binge as a former medical orderly, Bauman, looks after him in rooms in a building opposite the one occupied by the prisoner's charity on which he depends for his liberty in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Franz wanders the streets in a delirious state. Outside a church, he takes a cold delivery man for a pastor. When he comes round after another binge... Bauman tells him he has been lying in a stupor for three days. Franz now feels that neither God, Satan, angels, or other people can help him. After various thefts in the building become known, Bauman tells Franz he will not be with him for much longer, though the occupants of the neighboring rooms are soon arrested. Franz strikes up a conversation with the vendor who offered him the sex education manuals. And discovers Mech is now selling clothes on the street and apparently doing well. Mech admits to Franz that he had been living with Lena until she left him. Okay. <laughs> so, this episode, boy oh boy, RJ. Yeah. This one did Kim and I both in, in uh, where we were trading off nap as we were watching this unknown a to one another. Too, huh? A little a couple. I was, this one. This episode is by far the worst episode we've watched at this point. Um, I at so first was you like, say, huh? I I do I do I think this one uh, really was not good. This is the this is the, what I'm going to predict for RJ's review. It's going to be drunk man, but uh, let me know if I'm right or not. 
I'd so, say you're warm. <laughs> beer man? <laughs> Drunk man? Would you like my review of this film? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Of this, of this hour of television. Well, so like, so there are many things that could have been. You've said some of them. One of them was right. But yeah. in my initial 15 minutes of watching this, my initial review was beer man. Yeah. One out of four stars. Yeah, yeah. Could have been drunk man, could have been alcohol alcoholic man, but I thought beer man was the most fitting because for the first twenty minutes he's just slamming beer, and I went beer man. Yeah, and then uh, one out of four stars. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's my review. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this whole episode, it's it's Franz like he's in this room is like it starts off as very like, clean this very clean room, but there's just like bottles kind of placed everywhere. It's not, I don't know, Kim's like, I, this isn't very convincing. This doesn't seem like what the space would look this, like at this all. This isn't real alcoholism. Yeah, this isn't what alcoholism would look like at all. And then later uh-huh. on, you get some, like, pools of vomit uh, where you get to do see this, like, old orderly get his bucket and sponge and start mopping up the vomit, which mm-hmm. Kim was mortified by. That's she's a little like, bit more that, realistic. That, that, that's well. She's also like, that's not how you would do that. You'd have to remove the material, like the substance of it, and then get and to mop. then mop. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. True. So she was very like uh, disgusted by the fact that this guy keeps putting the water back in and back and forth. Now you got like puke water going on. Yeah, not great. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know what 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 is there to be said about this. Uh, this is our hero. Uh, yes, <laughs> and I, it's like, what the fuck. What's what's likable about this? I I really really hated this episode. Good. Uh, it it's just rambling and nonsense. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't care. You're not like, oh yeah, man. I hope he really turns around. It's it feels so disconnected from everything else. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole guy with like Bauman, aka uh, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he just I don't know. He's like taking care of him. And you're just like, okay. okay. And that's it mm-hmm. for an hour. And then you're like, oh, he really hit rock bottom. And now he's over it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't learn a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then he runs into mech at the end. And they're like, ah, it's you. And he's like, hey, yeah, I'm back. I'm a piece of shit. And I'm back, baby. And then, and then the credits hit. No, uh-huh. n- nothing... Nothing is more painful now. Because this is like some real like Tanner 88 energy, like when those opening credits hit, and you just go, oh, another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tanner 88, at least, uh, there's a scene where a dude short. bought like 10 pizzas. And it was short. And it was short, yes. Altogether, what was that, like four hours tops, maybe? At tops, yeah. Now we're, this is only the four hour mark, and we're like a quarter of the way through. Only a quarter? You know, third almost. Well, now we're mm-hmm. now we're six out of fourteen. So, yeah, I don't know. I've got mm-hmm. not much to say. This this episode though, whew, it did I, end, I, right? I, it makes me question what people like about this show because people God, seem to sure like it. They sure do. They sure do. Like I said, uh, eight thousand logs, two point five k like this. It's on ten thousand lists. Um, over average rating four point two with a lot of fives, and I do go, you think... where, where, where are they seeing this, like at all? Do you, 
Do you think people is it are the potentially end? dishonest it may, to it themselves? May be, maybe the ending really turns things around. Maybe it's like on the 15th hour you go, damn, you got me, Fastbinder. You got me in on this. It's possible. You can't rule it out. Maybe it gets really good right at the home stretch and people go, damn, five stars. Hey. That's a that's a star for every three hours I watch this. I some somewhat have a hard time believing that 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 is the truth uh you got any takeaways thoughts on uh, a handful of people in the depths of silence uh i appreciated the alcoholism i was like oh, well, hey that's something different see i thought that this would be like you know this is the alcohol episode like rj is going to be all over this if yeah, he's in like I any didn't... episode and i think it's a real letdown i didn't mind that part of it i did like the alcoholism parts and uh the throes of um despair but uh, also, I mean, I don't know if you remember, maybe you were asleep, but there's a weird, like, dream sequence where a dude, like, drags a sheet oh, on fuck screen yeah. and then kills it on screen, and you go, I don't know if that was totally necessary. The, 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 <clears throat> the, yeah, the, like, goat man, the goat jacked, man. like, the jacked goat man, he had, like, bits of yeah. fur on him, and yeah, and yeah, it's and like, ooh. the throat of that goat like yeah, on no. screen and you go um see i i think i was going in and out on that because i do remember it and being like and i was like oh because kim was like oh yeah there's like the animal cruelty stuff in this and then like uh, uh-huh. I, I i i think i saw that i thought it was like off camera <laughs> but maybe it was it, between my eyes resting yeah yeah you're just resting your eyes it was uh it was uh, here i'll fill in the gaps for you it was a real sheep uh like euthanized halal style on screen you know about halal killing uh-huh. yeah so uh you get that on screen and you go you go i don't know if i needed to see that but but i did no thank you uh yeah i like the alcoholism part uh parts but um with many of these episodes i think it's it's like this is what we're doing this week boys and then it ends and then you're just like it's not like an episode of like Roseanne or something where you're just like, man, I wonder what kind of high drinks they get into this week. It's it's more like, man, is this over yet? Mm-hmm. But that never comes, Jared. No, it being over never happens, and you go, and it's well, why hasn't it happened yet? It's so brown. It's so very brown. Explain what you mean by brown. The, the, it look the look of the show. It is. Brown, the essence of brown. Some you sent me some. Said you, weird you, 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 of brown. Sent, you, you sent me some screenshots. This is like, man, this show. I tell you what. Oh, he said very, very brown. Yep. Yeah. In so December. yeah, this episode, yeah, not great. I liked the beer man. I did not like the sheep man, and no. um, that's really all there is to say. But he's back, baby. Sheep man. Well, Franz. Oh, Biberkoff. Yeah, he's yeah. reignited. Things are going to only going to look up for him. You're rooting for him. Are this, you? So, this whiny, self-complaining chud. Yeah, he's something, all right, hey. Yep. Episode five: huh? A Reaper with the Power of Our Lord. Okay. Franz. After several fleeting encounters, has finally become reacquainted with Eva. 
Eva, for whom he used to pimp, feels a deep affection for him and has paid the rent for his old rooms in his absence. So this is the point where you find out, wait a minute, this guy's like fucking living here rent free. Mm-hmm. He's a kept man. Uh, he's Bibikoff, baby. He's Bibikoff. Classic at, at Max's. That's the bar. Mech introduces Franz to Pumes, the ringleader of an illegal enterprise. They're they're into fruit, apparently. Mm-hmm. He also meets Reinhold, one of Pumes's men. Reinhold is tired of his woman Franzi, and um, wants Franz to take her off his hands. Franz has her come over and has sex with her. He returns to him after she cannot find Reinhold. Reinhold then employs the same plan with his current woman, Silly, whom Franz accommodates after provoking a row with Franzi. I must say Franzi. Reinhold, after contact with the Salvation Army, has had enough of broads, in quotation marks, Mm -hmm. and is desperate to end his involvement with his current woman, Trudy. But Silly is angry when this is explained to her by Franz, and she briefly considers Franz worse in his treatment of women than Reinhold, possibly unaware of Ida's murder, (laughs) but she persuades Franz uh, Trudy about Reinhold's nature. They are reconciled. Oh, good. (laughs) So this episode... Okay, I'm gonna gonna say, RJ... This is about this. I feel like the show is picked up at this point. Oh, interesting. M- m- marginally, uh, the, these two episodes actually feel like uh, scenes. There's actual scenes that, like, you know what's going on. You understand the characters. Uh, they're they're vying against one another to some degree, which I feel has been uh, absent for the previous four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Franz, he's back. Him and Mac, they uh, fist bump. Um, he goes back to his old apartment that, um, the old, the, that landlady who's always mm-hmm. lurking in the round, always in the corridors. Um, mm-hmm. she's there, opens it up and there's Eva and you're like, why the hell is this woman keep showing up? And you're like, oh, this is where you find out, oh, she's one of his old girls that he was a pimp for. And he still, I guess, got his hooks in her. And she's just like, I just want to have sex with you, Franz, because you're so irresistible. To this, uh, you're to like, okay. Oh, you everyone, go, is he? You, you go, is he? Is mm-hmm. he? You say, as you say in the RJ voice, is he? Is he though? Yeah. And and you go, yes. According to Rainier Fassbender, which Kim thinks this is about him. <laughs> oh, it, I see. Yeah. yeah, this is like, is this narcissist? <laughs> I don't know. She she could speak wish fulfillment so. potentially. Yeah, it's like this is this is him. I guess mm-hmm. maybe that explains a few things. So anyway, at Max's mech injury. So now we get Franz, uh, eating Pumes, Pumes is this well-dressed man, uh, mm-hmm. who's like, Hey Franz, you should come work for me. Selling mm-hmm. fruit. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're criminals. And then we got mm-hmm. Reinhold, this like tall, thin, pockmarked, gutty, four-headed guy. Who's got this bit of a stammer. Very nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franz has got him pegged. He thinks, ah, this guy's done some time. He's a no good guy like me. But no, Reinhold's like, oh, I just, I tried to blow up a, a, a rail line once, but I never got arrested for it. 
And then suddenly they're friends. They're just friends. They Franz, are, is, yes. Fr- Franz is always like, Reinhold's my friend. I'm going to help him and do things that friends don't actually do for one another in this weird Not usually. arrangement where he's so this Reinhold guy's like, ah, Franz, I got this this woman. I just can't get rid of her. I'm sick of her. I can't I can't know what to do. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I've got a great idea. Uh, I'm going to, I was like, <laughs> between the two of them, I'm going to send her over to your place with something to drop off. Mm-hmm. And then like, then you have I mean, sex I'm with her. Leave. And then you, and then I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take off and not be home when she gets back and she won't have anywhere to go because she's already like left her husband for me, but I'm sick of her. So she's mm-hmm. going to go over there. You're going to bang her. And then like, I'm going to take off. And then when she comes back and it's like, no, 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 ellipsis. Like, there's no real plan for that part. That's not. That's not for uh, Reinhold's issue. But anyway, this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this Franzi woman comes back upset, and then Franz is like, "Well, you can live with me. It'll be great." And you're like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And then Reinhold's like, "Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for doing that." Ah, but this new girl, ah, she's driving me crazy too. I just can't believe it. Why can't? Can you help me get rid of her too? And Franz is like, "Okay." And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? What is this story? And mm-hmm. so anyway, uh, you get this, like at this point, you get this uh, bit where the music kicks in and it, pl- this like one piece of music, I swear, plays for like 25 minutes over like this I, point I, forward. I know exactly and, the music you're talking but, about. It's like, it, but, but, Exactly, just like that. But it plays throughout, uh-huh. and it's like this weird, like kind of dr- droning kind of music score, musical mm-hmm. score. And you get the whole thing where, like, now the second part of this plan comes into play, where Franz is going to be really mean to Franzi over coffee, mm-hmm. and it keeps building and building and building. Um, he gets rid of her, uh, because mm-hmm. now. He's got to get things ready for the new, the new girl, mm-hmm. um, Philly, uh, and it it plays out the exact same way. There's the sharing of the galoshes, remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then they hook up because women just can't get enough of this guy, <laughs> Gunther himself. Biberkov. Biberkov. Classic Biberkov. Maybe may, may, may your Fessbinder, for all we know. Uh, yeah. um, Franz uh, hangs out with his old pal Reinhold. They stop by the Salvation Army. He has mm-hmm. like a an attack about like whether or not he gets treated with guilt and manipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, very peculiar character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's like, I got another girl. I just can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so on, and then and so forth. Yeah, and then Franz and Silly have it out, and then they're all good. Uh-huh. So yeah. What happens. And then and then well the, the next episode's gonna happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Classic. Classic. What uh what a what potent narrative this is. RJ, what's your review for episode five? Sex man. Sex man. One out of four stars. <laughs> I too was a little bit a little bit weirded out at how um, how irresistible Biberkoff was to all of the women. Like, immediately. Every, every single one. Every single one immediately. Oh, Franz, I cannot <laughs> help myself around you. Yeah. You're 
Uh, you are a sexy boy. Eh? We, 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 well, we all know Fra- Frau Bast, um, the landlady. She probably wants a little piece too. Absolutely, it's yeah. it's like right there. But uh, yeah, I thought this was sex, man, because everybody yeah. is so horned up for him all the time. Yeah, and, like, when... and he delivers. Yes, he does. And uh, when we were first introduced to Reinhold, I was like, does this dude want to sex him up too? Yep. Because like one thing that I thought was incredibly out of place was um when you get introduced to Reinhold, yeah. he's got a drink and there's like a lemon wedge on the drink. And I was like, this is the most out of place thing in this entire show. Five hours in, the lemon wedge on this cup because it's like everyone there is poor. All they eat is soup all day long. And, and like, like, do you know what I mean? It was like, mm. they don't got lemons over there. Mm-hmm. No way. He needs that. He needs that citrus. I just, I don't know. I just, the lemon was hard for me yeah. to believe. Well, and these long exchanges in like a bathroom. Oh yes. Incredible. Yeah, well, well your urinal chat. I saw you out there. I, uh, I hey, like your style. Let, let's, let's share our, let's share these women. Have you ever considered a tray or uh, a compromise with women? Uh, and you go, yeah. And he always looks like Reinhold always looks like he's on the verge of crying. Like yeah. his eyes are very damp. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah. And you're always like, what is it? What's happening here? Said Reinhold's a real uh, sad dude. No. Not not a good dude either. Nah. Nah. But I mean, you you wouldn't you don't agree that this is uh the best episode of the series so far? I mean it was fine, but uh I think this show in general is going to be hard to crack one. There's something to grab onto with this episode, at least. I mean, there's sex. I mean, but there's like an actual, like, I don't know. There's something to follow along with. Sure. Where I'm like, I don't know. It's like, hey, characters. And they're talking in a way that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Not That is true. Rambling. Mm -hmm. uh, Like like bad poetry (laughs) Mm -hmm. to me. Or like suddenly Franz Bibikoff like has this like perfect memory and can rattle off exact strange like scriptures and tales and zones out. It's just oh, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Man, can you I imagine? Know. Can you imagine? I mean, this? there is things in this, but uh, to me, it is still sex, man. Sex, man. I don't know if it'll ever change from that. Episode six. Mm-hmm. Love has its price. Does it? Franz explains to Reinhold that he wants Silly to remain with him. Franz gets sucked into Pumes' gang when he is drafted for a job as a last-minute replacement for Bruno, who gets beaten in the street. Franz Mm. ends up as a lookout as Pumes, Reinhold, and Mech pull a robbery. In the getaway truck, Reinhold becomes suspicious of Franz because of a car that seems to be following them. Reinhold throws Franz out of the back of the truck. He sure mm-hmm. does. Yep. Yes. So this episode, uh, it's kind of like it's all about <laughs> one one of the elements of it is Reinhold building up his courage to be able to be an asshole all on his own and not have to rely on Franz to end relationships for him anymore, which really puts him out. Um, so that kind of like pays off later. After mm-hmm. he's, you know, thinks he's murdered Franz. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. So anyway, uh, yeah, Reinhold seems really put off um, 
that Franz is like sticking with these women. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, because because you know Franz was like, jeez, oh, I'm so sick of this Trudy. She's destroying me. <laughs> and Franz is like, well, I mean, uh, you have to find someone else to. Oh yeah, because the other thing is Franz is always making sure that he hooks these ladies up with like. A, someone else somebody else because yeah. like one of his like the newspaper guy mm-hmm. so yeah you're not married right so yeah you know you got a lady this is how it mm-hmm. works it's just, he, it's just he's uh, trying to help him out ex- exchanges for mm-hmm. commerce almost um so reinhold's really like uh put off by this that he's he doesn't have his out anymore which again mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense but then of course he's like he's gonna wind up wanting to be back with silly which will be a, a first for him well, because Franz doesn't want to leave her, so he says, well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of, like, ooh, there's things going on in this bar, a lot of criminal activity. I thought uh, Franz Bibikoff was going to try to steer clear of that kind of thing. Mm. But he's but how long can he hold out for? Well, not very long, because he accidentally uh, winds up joining one of these robberies. Um so, yeah, what happens is he watches this dude getting beat up in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. All these people are just fine. watching. And then he goes over to like, hey, what's up? I know you. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you got to pass a message on to the boss, Pumes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to make it for tonight. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll let him know. So he, go- <laughs> so he goes over to this, like, fancy mob boss house um, and tells him, yeah, so uh, Bruno's not going to make it. And he's, like, spinning around in a swivel chair. And he goes like, ah, well, you're just going to have to, we're going to need you to come along. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, because you got to, you got to come. Got no other choice now. He's like, oh, okay. And so, we, so Bib classic, Bibby. Mm-hmm. So off they go and he's with his old pal Mech and they're like, ah, oh, what are we going to do, you guys? And there's two cars and they pull up and I don't know, they don't really explain what's going on. It seems like they're stealing off of boats mm. i guess i don't know it's, it's something it's, it's all it's all darkly lit and then you get franz bivakov saying oh i can't believe it they're stealing and i if i'm if i'm caught i'll go back to jail oh no <laughs> i should try to walk away and these guys are like no 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 there's no walking away franz you're in this now so he's made to wait and we're made to wait as this all progresses past. Uh, and then they finish robbing. And then they get mm-hmm. into the back of the vehicles. They start they, they start driving away. And it just so happens that this like completely random couple sees these cars. And the wife's like, hey, we should race one of them. <laughs> because why not? It's 1929. Live a little. Sure. So, sure. yeah. So this car starts just following the, the cars unknown that these people have done anything illegal and reinhold he's like he's having like some real thoughts Catharsis. Some, well he's having some darkness overwhelm him like he's done this robbery so he's super stressed about that he's also mad at franz because he's not like going along with reinhold's mm-hmm. plan of like yeah you'll take these women off my hands so i don't have to do anything about it but then he also sees this car following them and I, I know I know this description thinks that like Franz has betrayed them, but I, I don't think that's why he gets to use this Franz who he just bitches out of the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Which was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Um mm-hmm. and then uh yeah, and then everyone's like, Franz is dead for like the next 
25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, Reinhold's getting loaded at, back at Max's, and they're all like, yeah, he's dead, yeah. And no one ever says, like, what happened? Uh, they're just like, yeah, he died. Mm-hmm. He died. He died. And as the audience, you're like, well, I don't think that makes sense because I think this show is about this guy, and that would be really weird for him to die off camera, essentially. And, Especially uh, when there's 15 episodes left. Yeah, <laughs> many episodes to go. Mm-hmm. And, and anyway, he meets Silly, who's like been drinking the whole time, and she's like, "Yeah, she's he's dead. Let's go home together." Oh no, this. And then they go home. Oh hey, this Trudy woman's here. I'm gonna be a real asshole now to her. And and kick her out of the house and then celebrate my victory. I've uh, you know abused this woman. I killed my friend, my good friend Franz. I mean, I'm 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 good. Everything's gonna work out. Everything's coming up Reinhold. And then it turns. Then we get like a flashback to like what happened when Franz got tossed out of the back of the vehicle. Uh, he got tossed out in front of this other car, and then the car wasn't able to stop and like drove over him but like just basically drove over his arm so mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm having a feeling uh the next episode is called remember and oath can be amputated uh i think uh, our boy uh franz is going to be losing an arm um after that potentially and yeah so this couple has this like long discussion about what they should do with this stranger that they've just like you know accidentally run over but they're like well maybe the police won't see it that way and because this whole time you're like, oh, he must be dead. But he's like, can you just take me to the hospital, <laughs> please? Is somebody help poor baby off. Yeah, I haven't done anything to deserve this. And then finally they decide, okay, get in. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. Yep. Cliffhanger. Maybe. Yeah, or maybe is it's this, the end of the series. Is, is, is this appointment television, RJ? If you're watching this like live, are you like hopping on Twitter and saying, "OMG, um, why is Fastbinder doing me like this?" Say, here, hashtag here for it. Hashtag uh, Ber- Berlin Alexander Platz. Um, the this with the finger. This. This. I say. Can't wait to hear about Berberkoff and how he gets, how, no. the stuff that he gets into, and like all the f- the, f- the fun things that he does. So yeah, again, just like um, actually, it's continuing on something from a previous episode, is and it? you're like, I it is, and is it? It's, it is because <laughs> oh, okay. characters are, are repeating, and there's like tension there's there's something happening and you're like okay well these two episodes are an improvement over the previous four episodes where it seemed like a real holding pattern uh this is like oh hey something's happened and oh shit he got tossed out of a car oh no he got driven over Mm -hmm. what happens next it's almost like the way a tv show should be structured Almost. almost where like oh I I want to see what happens next. This almost had that. And so it's almost like, "Oh, I want to see what happens next for the first time in 6 hours." Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Shinji. Congratulations. So anyway, uh again, I'm not I'm not enjoying this, but I will say that these two episodes resemble something to watch. Heard it here first, Jared Duncan. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> 
It's exactly how he said it. It's just I'm There's enjoying el- this. Uh, it's like a ellipsis. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, facts uh, I am people are whatever, enjoying this. Enjoying this. It's whatever we can uh, make my, things my words, we want them to be. My words have been uh, taken out of context. RJ, what did you what did you think of uh, Love Has Its Price? Roadkill, man. Ooh. One point two out of four stars. Ah, yeah, the road it's, to recovery. It's you can't still, get, there's there's no point twos. You got one point two, one point one point five, one point five. All I'd say is these last two episodes, uh, as you put it, they are actually somewhat story based, and I don't even need that. Like I don't need continuation of stuff. It's just the first four episodes. They all seem like so um repetitive. Well, like, yeah, and it's just like Biberkoff's doing this, Biberkoff's doing that, and you're just like, you're like, all right, man, like, I, 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 I get do, it. I, I will say, I now do want to watch the 90 minute silent film more because I'm really curious, like, what uh, is Fastbinder in comparison to like what 1931 Germany he's like, I'm not sure like how well received this book was in 1929 or how big of a deal it was in that window of time. And we're fucking almost a hundred years removed from when the book came out. And the, mm-hmm. when the, when the TV show was released in 1980, maybe it was a bigger deal back then. Maybe it was like, Oh, Berlin Alexander Platz. Finally. It was maybe it was like the Game of Thrones to German audiences in 1980. I don't know, but I don't think I think tastes have shifted um, dramatically. I don't know if uh, that that novel's read at all anymore, or if it's mm. only known because of Fastbinder's TV show existing and people mm-hmm. apparently liking it. Uh, hard to believe. Hard to believe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're, we're, I can't we're agree half... with you. <laughs> okay. I don't want to watch any anything more than I need to already. So, yep. There. As you said, you're maybe interested in watching that. I can't agree with you on that. Okay. Because, no. <laughs> I will not. I refuse. <laughs> I ref- you refuse? I refuse. I what refuse. if I, what if I watch it and I get back and you say, dog, it's so good? This is Passion of Joan of Arc. Good. Imagine though. Imagine if I did. Imagine that world. We watched Passion of Joan of Arc when we still had some sort of hope left in the world. And, uh, and what, about, what about what about the the 2020 version? Is it 15 hours? Uh, it is. Ooh, three hours. It's about three hours too many, if you ask me. Okay, interesting. So the the 2020 version, uh, in 2015, 30 year old refugee Francis, the sole survivor of a boat that illegally crossed the Mediterranean, is drawn into Berlin's seedy underbelly. I cannot imagine it being at all similar to this, but you never know. I I don't know. Oh, I don't whoa. know. Here's my here's my. What 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 whoa what whoa? Well, I'm reading a description of it. I'm going. Hmm. One person called it a masterpiece and phenomenal, but we know not to trust people on the internet. I mean, 
People call this thing that we're watching currently a masterpiece. And phenomenal, correct? I imagine this is honestly, I might be jumping the gun here, but this is what I think every person who is like a real criterion head has in their favorite things. It's like this is peak criterion collection. This is the this is it. This is this is what criterion collection is. And it's hey. I go, all right. Okay. Here, how about this is a pitch line? So this is the synopsis for Berlin Alexanderplatz, the story of Franz Biberkoff from 1931. Franz Biberkoff has served four years in prison. His return to normal life is not successful. <laughs> I mean, that's better. It, it is not successful. It is not. That's that's it's better. Wow. Than what we've get this review. Good. The early version of the Berlin Alexanderplatz, and much shorter than the famous version of 1980. Much mm, shorter. Much shorter. It's only 90 minutes long, and only 676 people have it logged on Letterbox. Only. Only. Wow. Someone That's wrote incredible. sassily. I think it would be better if it was 15 and a half hours long. How do, you, how do you like that? Mm. Who do you oh. think oh, are the okay. flat heads? I have not. So th- I mean, I'm reading people's reviews. Who knows? Uh, okay. I have not read Alfred Doblin's 1929 novel. I started it 40 or so years ago, back in the first English translation by Eugene Jolis, but found it pretty much impenetrable. I had slogged my way through James Joyce's Ulysses, with which it is often compared a decade or so earlier when I had to read it for university. So I'm curious, actually, when it did get translated uh, into English, and maybe this is just like one of those things where its importance is purely historical now, and people just don't read it anymore. Uh, no, okay. So the the novel's translated in English in 1931. So it's been it's been in English for a very long time, uh, by Eugene Jolis, a friend of James Joyce. All oh, those modernists, they love each, they stick together. The translation was not well received. It particularly was criticized for the way in which it rendered everyday working class speech. A 2018 English translation by Michael Hoffman, published by New York Review Books, was given a starred review from Kirkus Reviews, which called it vigorous and fresh, and a welcome refurbishing of a masterpiece of literary modernism. According to Oliver Cam, dialogue is the most difficult thing to get right in translation, which Hoffman has rendered in a cockney dialect. It reads fluently, even at the risk of being possibly obscure to a non-British audience. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mission mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Uh, uh, Mike Hoffman. What do you think works better, this or the War on Terror? Man, well, this, because it's over now, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Berlin, Alexander Platz. Who are the Al heads, though, you asked? Yeah. I don't know. Lots of people give this five stars, apparently. They do? What oh. do you think their other... Well, we'll get there at the end. We'll see what their other favorite films are. At the end. At the end. At the end. The end. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So you're a big fan, hey? Well, I know, RJ. There you have it. You, you let me know that you've watched the next episode already. Uh, I watched 40 minutes of the the 59 minutes. And when you when you said, I'm not doing it, I stopped watching. <laughs> okay. So I still have 19 minutes of the fifth episode left. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear my review already? Or do you want to uh, wait? Oh, uh, no, no. We, we're all waiting. Me yeah. and the audience. I already got my review in the bag, baby. I, I bet you do. It's already there. It's already there. I mean, these these episodes really do write your reviews for you. I mean, the show writes itself. You yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> so, uh, what was the what was this episode again? Love as as its price. What was its uh review? Uh, Roadkill Man. Roadkill Man, right? Yeah. Because all I remember from this was him getting driven over and going, <laughs> and I went, all right. Well, I'm assuming that next episode is One Armed Man. Uh, I don't want to. I mean, uh, should, you want me to tell you? Do you want me to play uh, that card here? Uh, I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. He has a feeling, hey? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, eight episodes to go. Only? Yeah. Only eight to go? Only. Oh, bummer. I wonder what our uh, audience out there is feeling about this. I bet they can't wait. Mm -hmm. Well, I know Oliver Granger is going to watch the first few episodes and uh, never heard back. I wonder what they're up to. That Granger family. Maybe they're all watching it and they just say, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ollie and the, the wife, the, the, the kids. Yeah. Uh, all <laughs> hanging out. Well, you know what they say about Berlin. Thing. Fun I, for I, the whole I like, family. I, I like the part where he courses sex. Oh, do you? Yeah, What's your name what, again? Could you that's, say? That's what the, that's a, uh, what the Granger family says. Oh, okay. That wasn't your unique opinion? No. I, th oh. I think that's that's a statement. Uh, I think that's of 8,000 people who've logged uh, Berlin Alexanderplatz. I think they all like that part. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Tell me more. No. No? no. Nope. So you're saying that... Uh... Maybe we're in for a treat coming up next week, hey? I mean, only you know that. You've watched the next episode. Uh, no, no, correction. Almost. Most, most of You're the right. next episode. Two, 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 uh, two thirds in. Two thirds in. Two thirds yeah, in. What, what are we heading toward? One out of four? Can't say. I, I can't say, man. It's one, uh one point <laughs> three five. Let's have a look here. What, what did I put in here? Oh, 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 Jared, do you like brothels? Oh shit! I I I feel like I will have had my fill of brothels at the end of this uh experiment. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I can't say it's uh. Yeah, you, you got. You have to be there. Is what I is all I can say. Oh, um, unfortunately, I will be. As will Kim, who's made a horrible, horrible decision. No, no, no. She can stop at any time, and I really encourage that. Stop. 
Stop. Stop. You don't have yeah. to be here. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Too late. They Too think late. I watched any of these episodes? Hell no. Mm -hmm. How many times did you fall asleep? Uh, After the first two, I haven't fallen asleep yet, but uh, I'm oh, also God. watching at 1.5 speed. Mm -hmm. So these 59-minute episodes are done in about 32 minutes or something like that. Uh, whatever that shakes out to be. So okay. um, I haven't fallen asleep again yet, but I am watching at an, an, an accelerated rate. No, not a bad choice. Which I recommend. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, I hope I hope you're enjoying this show. I guarantee they're not. <laughs> no. Uh, any any not. final thoughts on episodes four through six? It's um. Oh, is your is your review just going to be? Shit, man. Uh, on the whole, is that Berlin Alexander shit? Yeah. Something well, like that. Yeah, I think you said pants last time, but Alexander pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Very my, good. My joke's pretty good. My joke is pretty funny. Very good. Yeah, uh, my joke's pretty good. If you say so. Hmm. After the break. We're probably going to get our arms amputated. Hmm? Probably. RJ, how bad can one really feel about a guy down on his luck who, you know, kind of murdered his girlfriend? Do you, was he ever involved in hooliganism of ever, of any kind? Ooh, yeah, he was. He's had it rough, though. He, no pimped, her, he pimped her out and everything and killed her. I feel, real, I, I feel real bad for him. I mean, saying that he had a rough is, I think, the same kind of, like, boys will be boys kind of logic, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolute zero tolerance, zero excuse. You see this? Nope. That's what we're dealing with here. Mm -hmm. How many bushes do you think Biberkoff hid in? He didn't need no bushes. He's not a coward. Oh, he, interesting. He, he confronted his problems head on. Interesting. And, and that's why he's probably going to lose his arm next week. Oh, well. <laughs> you can email us at criterioncrease at gmail.com and we'll read them, maybe. We've got a Facebook page. Yeah, maybe. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Part 3s. 
Next week, <laughs> RJ, it's more Berlin Alexander Platz. Oh, Ep- really? Yeah, episodes seven through ten. Oh, um, was it? Yeah. Is it? Maybe, you know what, though? If the, the steam the show has picked up in the last two episodes in the indicator, these next four episodes, they're, they're going to be fantastic. I don't agree with that. I mean, it's all just a matter of opinion, isn't it? All I can say is I know exactly what the Criterion Collection is. You know what it is now. I know exactly what it is. I think it'll be curious to see where this winds up um, in the, the overall snapshot of the Criterion Collection. Where will it be in RJ's list? How low can it go? I don't want to play that card too soon. No okay. Don't want to play it. You can make your guesses if you'd like, but I don't want to play that card too soon. Well, until next time. Stay fit. Have fun. No, this is the end of the series, isn't it? Good night. <laughs> <laughs>